with the Hoosiers set to take on Michigan State this weekend, we figured there was no better person to talk to to get an idea of what this Spartan squad is like than Matt Sheehan of Locked On Spartans, who joins us today to preview uh, this game and talk about Michigan State's season to this point. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hoosiers? It is Thursday, October 14th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, as always, your source for daily IU athletic news. I'm your host, Jacob Rude, and as I mentioned, we have a special episode today where we talk to Locked On Spartans host Matt Sheehan about this Michigan State game coming up. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, you'll notice it's a little different. Uh, Matt and I had to throw this interview together kind of last minute, so we just recorded the interview separate from the rest of the podcast. Uh, we'll have video for that for those listening or for those watching on YouTube. Uh, you'll see our video during that, but during the intro and outro, there won't be. For those listening, uh, why aren't you watching on YouTube? We're just kidding, but we're your fir- hopefully we're your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you guys listen to podcasts at. And as mentioned, we're on YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. Don't want to keep you guys waiting today. We're going to jump into this interview with Matt because it was a good one. It was a fun one. And it was a very informative one heading into another top 10 showdown for the Hoosiers this weekend. And as promised, we now have Matt here to uh, to join us to talk about Michigan State. Matt, man, how you doing today? I'm awesome. Hey, uh, I'm starting to feel the uh, anxiety that I always get uh, when it usually Wednesday rolls around during the week about the upcoming game. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing horrible, but that's just how I always <laughs> am in the later half of a week of, uh, of a game week. So yeah, all things considered, I'm I'm who I am. I'm fine. I'm fine. How you doing, man? You doing okay? Yeah, it's it's an interesting time with IU football because sure. uh, we uh, we came in with a lot of expectations, and it's it's certainly not panned out like that. But I mean, Michigan State is kind of been the opposite. It just overall, uh, what's this season kind of been like for you guys to to jump all the way up into the top ten in the rankings now? I keep using this term, but a, a fever dream. That's that's how it feels right now, man. <laughs> um, listen, like Vegas had our over-under for wins at four and a half. And a lot of us uh, MSU slappies figured like, oh, okay, come on. Like, it's not going to be that bad this year. Like, well, we'll get to six and six, seven and five. I mean, we got a lot of cool transfers. It can't go that horrible. But to go six and oh right off the bat, like, yeah, we're over the moon to say the least. Now, sure, it's not been the toughest schedule so far. I mean, the Miami game was fun. That was great. Derek King was still playing quarterback. I will always hang my hat on that. That yeah, it was still a good win. Uh, Nebraska was fun. That's uh, that, that was crazy. Stole that game right uh, right out from them. But that's just what Nebraska does. They just give games away to anyone that wants a win. Yeah. So I, yeah, it, it's been awesome, man. No no complaints on our end. And even though you know the schedule hasn't been that tough, we haven't beaten teams by a considerable margin almost every single game except for that Nebraska game. So. Hey, it's it's a good six and zero. We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, when when we were IU fans were looking at the schedule this season, and I know we certainly did not expect six games against top ten teams that are currently yeah. on the schedule, but certainly yeah. didn't expect it with Michigan State. Uh, and I mean, you just kind of touch on that the exceeding expectations. I mean, what's kind of led to you guys 
exceeding those expectations so far this year? Yeah, no doubt. So over the offseason, Mel Tucker ushered about 30 kids out of the program that just weren't up to snuff to play Big Ten football. And he brought on 20 transfers. Now, not all 20 have been instant impact guys, but guys like Kenneth Walker have been incredible. Our left tackle, Jarrett Horse out of Arkansas State, he's been just remarkable. And also, and these aren't transfers either, but the quarterback play from Peyton Thorne, who's just been smart with the ball. He never... Or, okay, knock on wood. He rarely gets MSU into risky <laughs> situations where he just throws the ball willy nilly. But man, his uh, his two targets, Jalen Naylor and Jaden Reed, are just two track stars that have been just lighting the offense on fire. And it is it is insane watching an MSU offense that scores multiple touchdowns per game now. Like that hasn't happened in a good five six years. So yeah, it's it's great to have that back in our lives here at East Lansing. But yeah, it's it's a great balance between just the transfers Mel Tucker has brought on. Um, the fact that he got a full offseason with the coaching staff working with the players instead of just the three weeks leading up to the COVID year last year, I mean, that's that's been super helpful as well, so no doubt. And kind of zooming in on this IU game or, or this kind of portion of the schedule for you guys, you said haven't had too many tests. I don't know at this point what type of test IU will give you guys. Uh, I know. It seems week to week what uh, what this team is capable of, but – the thing I also noticed is that obviously next week is the big game against Michigan. Is there any kind of worries about this potentially being a trap game for you guys? So what we do have, we, we, we do have the bye week between, which helps, I think. If, if, it, if that didn't exist, then yes, I would worry. But even with the bye week, like, yeah, still kind of. But then again, I think maybe that's just myself talking because it's just the fans that are already looking ahead to the Michigan game, myself included. I'm guilty as charged. I think that Mel Tucker's done a really good job at keeping his guys focused, whether it be they're playing against the high school down the road or another Big Ten opponent. Like, he has the guys focused and ready to play every single week. I mean, that's one thing we've been able to count on this season. So I don't think this will be a letdown spot for them. Having the two-week break between Indiana and Michigan will help. Or maybe I'm just saying that because I hope so. Because yeah, because you know, yeah, this 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 is part of the uh, anxious energy that I get here. Like later on in the week, I start to think of everything that can go bad for Michigan State. Like, is Jack Tuttle good? He played good against Wisconsin last year. Oh no, limited tape on him. So I, I'll stop rambling and talk about my problems. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at mentally. I'm in shambles right now, Jacob. I know. <laughs> This is exactly how we felt last year with, uh, yeah. with IU. We were just expecting at some point the wheels would fall off. Right, and yeah. mm-hmm. we, we'd come <laughs> crashing back down to earth. And fortunately, it didn't really happen. But no, I, I think yeah. all IU fans can can kind of get along with you there and, and know how you're feeling right now. Uh, you obviously mentioned the offense. I want to talk a little bit more about that in detail here in just one moment. There's just some things that are embarrassing to talk about, and sweating is one of them, especially if uh, you're a heavy sweater. There's nothing worse than being out on a date, being out with some friends, being out in public in general, uh, and getting that underarm sweat that you feel everybody can see, and uh, it's just not a fun thing. I We have a product for you guys, Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes, doctor created, doctor recommended, very simple to use, simply... Uh, Apply them at night before you head to bed, wake up in the morning, shower, you're set, you're able to wear whatever you want. Uh, It's adds some confidence for you guys. Nobody knows the sweat's gone. It's a seven day uh, guarantee, dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. As I said, it works up to seven days per use. 
This is a must for everyone's toiletry bag. I've used it. I recommend it. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show. It's been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Uh, it has over 13,000 reviews and is currently number one on Amazon in the any sprint category. Uh, if this is interesting to you guys, something to help you guys out, go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code locked on for 20% off. That's sweatblock.com, promo code locked on for 20% off today. Also, can check them out at Amazon or CVS. So, this offense for Michigan State is one of the, the top offenses in the Big Ten Conference. Uh, just overall, what's been kind of the, the strength of this offense this season? Yeah, it's it's the weapons on the outside and in the backfield as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. The offensive line has been fine. Like, they're not world-beating. They're certainly not bad like they have been the last two years. They're probably the epitome of average, maybe just a notch above average in the Big Ten. What helps, though, is Kenneth Walker. Now, he is, of course, one of the Heisman hopeful leaders right now, which in East Lansing just simply doesn't happen. Like, so we are jazzed about this. And, yeah, okay, you, you look at what he did last week against Rutgers. He had that 94-yard run. It's awesome. Or against Northwestern, 75-yard run. But really, like, the, the X factor of his game is that he has the most exciting, like, four-yard runs you'll ever see or seven-yard runs because they, he's nicknamed the eraser in East Lansing because – well, when the offensive line screws up and misses their blocks, Kenneth Walker just makes that mistake disappear. Like, there are multiple times this season where he should have been tackled two yards behind the line of scrimmage or stuff at the line of scrimmage then. Hey, eight yards. Okay, cool. Oh, my God, first down. Or, whoa, that was a crazy three-yard gain. So it's just like those little runs that should never happen, that should be stopped at the line of scrimmage that he wiggles himself out of. I think that is really what makes him the best running back in the country. So it goes without saying that that's certainly helpful. But, yeah, just like I talked in segment one, um, Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor have just been dynamite this year. I mean, very hard for cornerbacks to keep up with them. And Peyton Thorne, who, hand up, I, I thought about this as well. I was a little nervous about his deep ball accuracy and if he even had a deep ball going into the season. Knock on wood, but it, it's been looking pretty, pretty good so far this season. So now that I've said that out loud, he's probably going to throw three interceptions on <laughs> underthrown balls. But, hey, up, in this, up to this point of the season, he's been looking good throwing deep. Yeah, obviously Kenneth Walker was a point of discussion uh, mm -hmm. for Tom Allen this week, and he mentioned his kind of mixture of patience and letting holes develop, and then the power and speed to uh, to get by or get through defenders. Is this really kind of a run for first offense for you guys this season? Then, oh, that's I really do think they've struck a good balance here, and that's something that MSU even back in the D'Antonio days, like they wanted to preach just balance on running balance on passing but it never came to fruition because there was always one end that was extremely lacking right now I, I do think that they absolutely do want to establish the run I mean we saw that against Rutgers last week it was a very you know run heavy first two or three drives for them and then you know that's where the play action opens up you know you establish a run you crack open the play action up oh, there's Naylor five yards behind the cornerback again so yeah I, I would expect run heavy on early in the game and then that's when things start to unfold later on so yeah and then you've mentioned the the weapons on the outside with with Peyton Thorne, who, like you said, is statistically looks like he's having a, a terrific season for you guys. You have two really top targets in Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor. Uh, how big has that passing game been for you guys this season? Yeah, massive. Because also with that passing game as well, and this is, I mean, I, I sound like a broken record player talking about things that we haven't expected in years. 
but like just explosive plays like what like no that, that is that is not <laughs> happening quite some time like it, it has been years since you've seen like explosive plays and not only do they happen but like they happen routinely here like it's almost like three four five times a game you can expect a play to go for like 50 plus yards so just the fact that that's always an option is great and our third receiver too like underrated guy his name's trey mosley i mean he's been solid out of the slot sure hands i mean no, he's not a speed demon, a little bigger body, but yeah, he's been great so far too. So yeah, I mean, it's just that, that trio of receivers has um been great. And just, you know, like I said earlier, like it, it, it's very smart of Peyton. He, he doesn't take any unnecessary risks, you know, trying to fit in a tight window on second down for no reason. He has two interceptions this year. One of them was just an incredible play on Rutgers part. Um, yeah, he's just been smart, cerebral. I mean, yeah. A coach's son, if you will. How many more cliches can I throw out about him? Uh, First one there, last one to leave sort of guy. You know, real gym rat. So, yeah. Lunch pail type of guy. Lunch pail type of guy. There we go. (laughs) Uh, At the risk of jinxing things, if there is a weakness to this offense, what what could it potentially be for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I got to go with the offensive line. I mean, listen, just like I said, like they're fine. They're good. But if there is any weakness, it it probably – sits right there um the second half against nebraska was abysmal we got zero first downs against them um and yes because well our run game kind of came to a little bit of a grinding halt uh, nebraska was really good at stopping the run so and, and the thing is too is that msu plays nine guys on the offensive line it's not like you know they have their starting five and they get one or two off the bench like no they do full-on like platoon shifts here which is i, I don't know if that necessarily helps msu because eventually in my opinion i I'm not the coach, obviously. I would just stick with your seven guys, your seven best guys, and go out there. But, yeah, that's probably it. Also, MSU doesn't, like, really have an outstanding tight end. I mean, that's mm-hmm. – I'll put it this way. Our tight end right now is a punter converted to tight end. That's <laughs> – um, oh, you laugh, but that's true. It's not good. It's – but that said, he's been okay for us. So I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Punter you shouldn't hear about it. No, they should never come to that. But here it has come to that, unfortunately. So that's uh, that's where we're kind of at right now. That's tremendous. Uh, yeah, IU fans can definitely understand it. A struggling offensive line. That's been one of their biggest weaknesses this season. Let's flip the field and talk about the defense here in just one moment. Whether you guys have a Ford or a Fiat, Rock Auto has you guys covered. You guys know how I feel about going into the auto parts store. It's tedious. It always ends in a guy behind the counter looking up the part for you that they don't have, that they'll have to order anyway. And all that's without even taking into account the pandemic going on and how much harder it makes everything uh, when it comes to shopping indoors. So just skip the middleman. Go to rockauto.com today. It's a family-owned and operated biz- business. Helps you save time, save money. Helps you avoid all those markup fees uh, that the auto parts store, that the car dealership tack on. Uh, their prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com. See what parts are available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection. They're always low prices. They have all the parts you guys are ever going to need. Rockauto.com. Matt and I are going to talk about the bet online uh, spread here in just a little bit for this IU Michigan State game. Lines kind of bounce between four and a half and five. It seems like it may have settled at five, uh, but we will certainly check that out for Friday's episode. But 
For those of you that don't know, Bet Online is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. They have an updated interface, an updated website that has more odds and props and contests than ever before. If you head over there today and sign up, use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money that they're giving to you guys that you can use to bet on the football games, playoff baseball, NBA season is starting up next week, uh, or just use it on your favorite Vegas casino games that they have available. Bet online's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So obviously a lot of the focus has been on the offense and all the weapons you guys have. On the other side of the ball, uh, how, how have things been going defensively for you guys? Yeah, fine. Um, it, like, listen, I say this term ad nauseum on the Lock on Spartans podcast, but it is truly a band that don't break defense. Like, it, teams will bite off yards at a time, but once it gets, like, within the 30-yard line or within the red zone, you kind of tighten up and batten on the hatches. And, okay, guys, time to start trying. Let's uh, let's not let them score here. So, no, it's been good. Um, defensive line and the front six, because MSU runs a, a 4-2-5 scheme, They've been solid at stopping the run. I, really, no complaints right there about that. Uh, the defensive line is pretty, you know, deep in, in the in their depth chart in the two deep. We've had a big injury in Drew Beasley, but Jeff Petrowski and uh, Maverick Hansen and company have stepped in and yeah, done a good job at taking care of the D line. So it, it, it is a little worrisome. Our, our cornerbacks have not just been great; they haven't been bad. Just like our offensive line, like their epitome of fine. Like they they give up a lot of yards 10 yards at a time 15 yards at a time i mean we gave up a third and 19 against Rutgers to start the game last week which almost had me throwing my remote through the television but you know hey that happens sometimes what are you gonna do so overall thrilled with it i mean it's it's fine they've been doing well enough it's just how sustainable can ben don't break be for an entire season is where us state fans are starting to worry yeah, yeah the, Tom Allen and then offensive coordinator Nick Sheridan, that was the exact phrase that they had used was bend yeah. and break uh, when it comes to this defense. With IU's offense right now, there are a ton of questions, and, and they've sure. certainly underperformed. But kind of on that same note, the last segment, if there was an area that they could potentially exploit, I know you mentioned the corners. Is, is a passing game the area you think that could uh, lead to some problems for you guys? Yeah, I think so. I, I feel pretty confident with the run defense. Sorry, I keep knocking on wood here. I, I'm a very superstitious person, if you can't tell by now. Um, no, it's it's probably the corners. Uh, what does help though is our safety play is, is solid too. So they'll they'll lay the wood on anyone if they you know catch us. And they're also really good at sniffing out screens too, which is not something that we're really accustomed to in East Lansing. Screens used to be the death of MSU football. If you wanted to guarantee 15 yards, throw a screen pass, just go for it. But no, they've gotten a lot better this year. Our our, our safeties are experienced. They're they're solid. They're well coached great players great leaders so yeah I, that so it leaves me to one area in the defense and that's gonna be the cornerbacks which yeah it's been touch 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 and go a little more touch than go at times but yeah that's that's probably it right there yeah. well the good news for you is that i don't iu has struggled to run the ball all season long they're the they're second worst in the big 10 in, in rushing yards per game and we have a new cornerback coming in, obviously. So fresh I, legs, though. Fresh legs. So that's, yeah, <laughs> something go. like that. Our, our <laughs> wide receivers have been wildly inconsistent catching the ball. Gotcha. Uh, so hopefully uh, they're able to turn that around. But yeah, kind of looking bit more bigger picture at this game. I'm always kind of interested to to hear how other teams or, or fans view IU. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, 
a program that has not had any sort of, of historical success, but one that seemed to have turned the corner last year. They've taken a bit of a step back. But I mean, guess overall, kind of looking at, at the Hoosiers, how do you guys kind of view IU coming into this game? Yeah, and I, I promise I'm not like, you know, just doing you and your fans lip service, but like I still think Indiana's a solid team. I mean, what th- th- last year happened for a reason. You guys did return a lot of talent. So like th- there's still a good team there that maybe is just a sleeping giant just waiting to not finally play an incredible team this year. I don't know. Like that's, that's been a, a murderous <laughs> row of a schedule too that uh, uh, a lot of people forgot, myself included. I'm like, oh, well, I, Indiana might be a little underwhelming that I checked their schedule. It's like Iowa. Cincy. Oh, good. Penn State. Oh, and their quarterback leaving the game halfway through. Awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. so, okay, I can see how things have gone the way they have. And, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, oh, they only beat West Kentucky by two points. I'm the Hilltoppers' biggest fan. I, I think they're a fine team, too. So, like, only sneaking out of there with a two-point win on the road, that's nothing to shake a stick at either. So, from my perspective, yeah, like, I still think it's a solid team. And, yeah, just I, – I, selfishly, I hope that – you guys don't wake up this week, though. That's, that's just me. That's just, that's just me. That's just me. I'm not going to be that nice to you guys. So, uh, I'm glad somebody else can speak firsthand about that Western Kentucky team because they are See, a right, nightmare. I know. They scared me. I, I did not sleep at all that week leading up to that game. It was, uh, yeah, not, not, not healthy because we played them the following week after that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I I wanted to, to kind of eye that to make sure that that Western Kentucky team was as decent as I thought and not some fluke game. And, yeah, they, they're a handful, and I am very glad that we escaped with a victory there. Uh, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, so if you don't want to give an exact prediction, that's fine. But I guess what are you kind of looking at for this game when it comes to that? And, and if you want to, what's kind of your prediction for this game? Yeah, I, I hate to be so boring, but like I, my prediction, and I did my prediction for theonlycolors.com. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't just carnival bark on a podcast. I also scribbled <laughs> on words for a blog as well. But I think I put down 27, 23 MSU. And then I looked at what the spread was. And I'm like, oh, great. It's four and a half. So like I basically just <laughs> was Mr. Boring and just went with whatever Vegas said on accident. So great. Here I go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's like I, I really feel confident about Michigan State, and my own confidence scares the crap out of me every single week. I, I I'm accustomed to going into games as the underdog with the chip on the shoulder that we're going to prove the world wrong. And now, you know, now things are just too good. And that's just <laughs> me being the sick MSU fan that I am. Going back to the John L. Smith days where I couldn't trust that anything can go fine without the shoe dropping on us. Like I'm a broken person that just, uh, yeah, is feeling confident about the game, and I hate being this confident about the game too because, oh, this is where the things go worst, isn't it, Jacob? So, yeah, yeah. that again, this is exactly how we all we felt last season going into games where against against Michigan, against Wisconsin, where we <laughs> we expected to win, and we're like, what on earth is this? this I know is a, it's uncomfortable. I hate it. I'm a broken yeah. man. It's horrible. <laughs> it, it was awful. We hated it, and uh, so I 100% know how you feel there. Hey, man, yeah. thanks for uh, for jumping on last second and, and oh, doing this. Yeah, and uh, I would say best of luck, but. Uh, yeah. worst, worst of luck this week. Best of luck sure. the rest of the season for you guys. And uh, again, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, you know, hey, let, let's have a fun weekend outside the hours of like noon to four. You know, how about there we go? I can, I can sign up for that. We will break have bread a, over that. <laughs> and we'll, we'll have a, 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 I'll toast to that theoretically or figuratively, and we'll have a great weekend. So again, thanks Amen. for coming on, man. Hey, absolutely, man. Awesome time. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back on Friday. Jared and I will be 
uh, giving you all the info you need ahead of this uh, Michigan State game. As always, we'll preview some matchups, give you some insight with or heading into this game. Hopefully, one of these top 10 games the Hoosiers will be able to pick up. As always, if you guys leave a rating or uh, review, I should say, on iTunes, we will read that out. If it's a question you want answered, if it's anything of that nature, we will read it out for you guys. Want this to be a conversation between us. Uh, I enjoy that aspect of it. Uh, follow us on Twitter, if you haven't already, at LO underscore Hoosiers. We're also on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Have a great Thursday, everybody, and L-E-O.